tomorrow. Tomorrow. What? Oh, look at this. Look Hello, at this. and welcome to the Blue Eye Mafia. Yeah, what's up, Podcast. homies? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, homies? This is the co- the Mafia co- Podcast for the Blues with the eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Charlemagne in the morning. This is, you know, if, you know, to be honest with you. Yes. This is not a good podcast. I'm just going to get it out right now. It's not Wait, don't, worth. Don't, no, it's not no, worth no, listening no, to. No, no, no. You no, can't no, listen no. to it. it. You can't because if you do, you might join the cult. Well, no, we're not starting a cult. We're starting. No, not a not fraternal, our cult. We're no, it, it will make you. It will literally drive you to find the cult. You oh. say, "Oh, where are the a cults at?" Cult? Yeah, just any cult. You just a, di- a different cult. Where the cults? Where the cults? Where the cults at? Where are the cults? And this maybe is, this is a really strong opening. Just all kinds of weirdness. Very strange. How strange is it, you say? Oh my goodness. Oh, you know what I noticed last time is that when you play a video and you try to get the sound and you hold the phone behind the microphone. Who, me? Yeah, you did. I was on one of the videos you played, not, well, fuck, one of the last episodes, last one we recorded here. And yeah, no, no I don't even it, do that. It was hilarious because I'm like, oh yeah, play the video. No, I and I remember you held it kind of to the side. No, it wasn't but me. But on the actual podcast, it was like, Nah, it wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you? Nah, it wasn't. Who was it? You know, it was that one guy. What one guy? This is a rollicking start. We're just... What? No alerts, bro. Oh, wait, what? Dan Gilbert says he got the most racist call after LeBron James criticized. He got the most racist call from whom? I don't know. He said a voicemail. Oh, did he? From just a random person? Just a random racist? I guess. An alliterative know. racist? Well, are they going to show us that? Oh, of course not. Well, they wouldn't want to actually let anybody hear what that racist had to say. Did he enumerate the slurs or insults directed at him? I wonder what they said. Like, ah, I hate you crackers. <laughs> right. Wait, talk again? No, I will never talk. Oh, you're fine. I will um, never talk to you. You know what? The other day when I was at the park, uh-huh. I was playing with my boys and damn it, fuck you. I, I was hanging out with my sons. There you go. And there was a ton of people at the park. There were soccer practices going on. There was a women's soccer league, I think, running very slowly back and forth the entire time. <laughs> and afterwards, I heard them chatting, and the the ladies that were in better shape that were still there were like, we're going to have to start practicing at some point. We can't just keep running back and forth. I know it's hard right now, but we have to start practicing playing. <laughs> we can't just try to get back in shape. Here. Really? It was so funny. But while there were parents everywhere, just tons of them. And as I was walking around and observing, playing tag, you were obviously creeping on people. Oh, totally creeping. What I what I observed was that America may be over. Why? Because the men in this country 
are so emasculated, so checked out. Yes. And just wimpy, out of shape. Yes. Like, get to the point. I that I just observed these fathers that were it was just depressing. Like it was I mean, there was a couple guys that were seemed cool and were interacting with their kids, but most of them were sitting on their phones or sitting by themselves talking while their kids and the wives were running around the park. But they're just everybody was out of shape. And the wives too. Everybody. I think there was one or two fit people at the park. Uh-huh. And now I'm no paragon of Adonis like fitness. fitness. Yeah, we know. Well, fuck you. I run 10 miles away. Oh, wow. So there's some fat people. I don't care. No. I think that's pretty much antithetical to being fat. No, but what you get, what's your point? But my point is just in observing the current state of American society, mm-hmm. it was depressing. I was depressed. I, 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 I lost a little bit of hope for humanity because the men were just not manly at all. And the kids are like, yeah, I don't know. I know, know, just little fucking queer bag terps, twerps. Not all of them, but it was just, I don't know, it was just something about the dynamic in the park that was going on that was disheartening. I mean, it, it, I think the biggest part was the amount of cell phones that were out in people's hands. And they're sitting back at the park benches, and this moms and dads included, but in particular it was the men. But they're just not interacting with their kids. They're not in good shape. They're at the fucking park in the sunlight. And they're sitting there glued to their phones. And their kids are just running ham, whining, complaining. And like I said, there was a few parents that were exceptions to this. There was pretty so much no, you, no fit So people, would you but. say that that if you get an, like, an hour with your kids a day, that may, that like qualifies you as like a good parent? Yeah. At least an hour. <laughs> at least an hour at the park, I'm not on your phone? That makes it good? Yeah. Probably that makes the rest of the time well, on well, here, electronics okay. No, here's the is that, is that what you're trying to say? Well, we're sitting what, what? here <laughs> on our electronic. It, fuck you. No, what I but what I the point I'm getting at though is that in the in the atmosphere in the in the place that you're supposed to interact with your children. And I know, I'm just teasing. I know it's I know. disgusting. Like it, it was, ju- it was just sad to see in the park and everybody saw it. The dads actually are usually the ones that play with their kids at the park over here. But, yeah, and but the moms are always they always just sit down. I should kids run around and they play on their phones. I shouldn't have especially, said that's a bike, especially, statement because there was like three different dads that I saw really. You know what's funny is like, and there was a there was more moms. The actually. Mexican moms are the least interactive with their kids. At my you, uh, no, yeah, at your no, park, yeah, yeah, not once do you ever crowd. see. But your park has like more classy people. Yeah, Mine no, is, that's what I'm saying. has like different the crowd. more like apartment living Mexicans. So my point is, like, they're no, all wait, fat. Did you explain that? <laughs> yeah, just lower class. More I mean, like, like people that don't have, yeah. like, yeah, no, just people that don't have the same kind of, like, can't afford to buy a house, can't, you know, and there's not nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying they're they're fat. They're on their cell phones, yeah, or they're that, talking well, to their friends a, yeah. on their phone, and their well, kids are just annoying to them. Their kids yeah. are just, oh, this frustrating. Oh, eh, you're just a welfare chick. Hurry up, let's go. Come on, stupid. Come on. They yeah. yell at them. They cut. It's just very well, disheartening because it's like. Hang out with your kids, you lazy fuck. Well, the other thing was like the, the lack of fitness, you know, and like the, I, I don't want to beg too hard on them because I'm not always a perfect dad, right? But like when you go to the park, like do something, yeah. anything. Like, the, I, I, but one of the things I was really 
just when it's one thing if you have a it little was a baby lack of activity or a young even one if you're under, out of shape under three shape. or four years old it's one thing if you're kind of just hanging out because he can't do that no, much I, honestly the parents that were the most involved were with their like two or three yeah, year olds yeah. like Usually. they were walking around with them playing with them putting yeah. on the slides and stuff but the parents with the older kids yeah it's just zone just out zoned out not paying attention but the worst part was they weren't even mo- i mean at least go play a basketball game on the court or do something like but do that's a, why everybody in america is so fucking fat yeah, it, but it was just... I mean, even people, just, cops, firefighters, nurses, doctors, yeah. these people that are supposed to either protect and serve, rescue, or keep people healthy yeah. <laughs> are, are hilarious. fat, Conundrum. out of shape, and that, oh, there's like every excuse under the book. Ah, oh, my job's really stressful. Oh, my this. Oh, my that. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Work out a little bit. Pull your fucking fat ass up off of your chair. And go to the gym for yeah. an hour and sweat a little bit. And then when you get home, don't eat fucking a bag of chips. Or fuck it. Eat if you don't go healthy. To the, eat you, somewhat healthy. Eat le- no, don't eat healthy. Eat less. Because you yeah. don't have to eat perfectly. You don't healthy. have to engorge yourself every You don't time have you to eat healthy. You have yeah, to but, eat less. Less will make you lose weight. Oh yeah. Less will help you not gain weight. The problem is people don't eat less. They try to eat healthy. They try to go yeah. on some kick diet. And then two days later, they're stuffing their face with fucking four cheeseburger. And I was like, well, I was on a diet, but I just had to take break off. I can't get, could I just need a break. I, you know, I'll get back on it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, no, sir. Just but, well, I think relax. The other, the other thing is that even if you don't go to the gym, even if you don't have that kind of drive or discipline or willpower or whatever. But you, you should. No, no. But what I'm saying is even if you don't do that, at least when you take your kids to the park. Play with them. Walk. <laughs> like at least like kind of walk around it or do something or do anything. Yep. But you wonder why your kids turn into malcontents when they're 13 and want to go smoke weed and don't want to do anything productive. They've been watching you sit on your fucking ass for 13 years. It's all example. Or when they're 13 and they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know how to keep themselves busy. They don't know how to entertain yeah. themselves. They don't know how to be anything but a little shit lord who has Who's bad friends. Yeah. Bad friends because, well, I don't know. My mom and dad just kind of sat around all my life. And like, yeah. they never set a good example. They never taught me how to be responsible, how to take initiative, how Work. to have hobby, how to do anything besides just be lazy, collect a paycheck, get your health insurance. And then I got to go to college when I'm 18. So I just got to get through this and go to college and party. And then, I, and then I'm going to be rich. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it was just, it was just weird that like, there's not usually that many people at the park to begin with. Usually there's more kids and less parents, but there was a lot of parents there. And I mean, yeah, the amount of people sitting on their ass and just, it's just like, do something yeah. like at one, the soccer game's going on. Right. So there's all these little kids out there playing, getting coached by their coaches who were busy. And the parents are just lined up watching them, which is, it's fine. But at the same time, well, they're lined they're, up watching and half of them are on their phones or. Oh half yeah. The time well, that's what phone. I was about to say. They're on their phones, but they also like, they're bringing their own chairs to sit down and, like sitting away yeah. from the soccer field, not really. It's just watching that. It's like, man, we really got to learn to disconnect when it's time, mm-hmm. you know, because I bring my, I brought my phone with me and for a minute I sat down I started looking at it and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And so then I jumped up and just walked around and watched the kids, yep. you know, and, but it's like, but it is tempting and it's easy what? to do. But at the same time, it's like, what what people am I doing? I'm out in the mind. sunlight. I'm in the fresh air. But people think they have this like special time. Like, oh well, right now I I worked all day, so now it's my five minutes to just relax. My kids are at the park. I don't have to deal with them. Yeah. It, when it's like, what are you talking about? But then what part of life is living, which 
thanks to America, we get to live fucking easy. Yeah. But before this, and even most of the rest of the world, yeah, life your life alive. doesn't end at five in the afternoon. It doesn't end. It ends when the sun goes down and you wrap yourself up in a blanket and go to sleep. Yeah. And then it starts when you wake up. Or close your mosquito net. Or- yeah, but it doesn't, it, there's no, there is no, oh, my break time. There's oh, my no nap time. time. Oh, me time. Oh, oh, now it's time for me to hang out with the girlfriends. Now it's, no, you're just, you're together. You're all a community. You're yeah. all, but you're all also just Well, and the other work. thing is. And it's not like they're backbreaking work all day. Yeah. But they don't get that break. There's no break. Or we're not supposed to have this little break. And that's the problem, people. People want a break. People want five minutes. Well, people they're taking want it too far, too. Because so, so many people in the world right now would kill to be able to go to the park in the afternoon. It's completely safe. There's nobody going to yeah. get shot. There's nobody going to come connect your kids, mm-hmm. most likely. You know, And you can just go and play with your kids and enjoy the sunlight and the fresh air and the yep. beautiful, clean park. And all the amenities, there's water fountains, there's play, pristine play sets. And no, these people are sitting on their ass watching yeah. their phone. And, and then, I've done it before. I'm not going to say that. And then five years from now, their kids don't want to go outside and play. Their kids just want to sit around on their tablets oh, yeah. and do nothing. And their parents are like, I don't I can't get my kid to listen. I don't know what his attitude problem is. What do you mean? His attitude problem is called, he's a spoiled little bitch who hasn't ever done anything in his life to earn anything. He doesn't understand. He is so empty inside that the only thing that can entertain him is a video game because he's just empty. He's not enjoy. He's not enjoying playing that video game. That motherfucker would much rather enjoy life, would enjoy life way more if he was going out hanging out with his buddies and really enjoying things, but he's not, he can't. Yeah. Well, and then the, the other thing that I did notice while I was there, um, and actually, that's what I jotted down on the. I I, t- I put a note so I would remember to talk about this. But mm-hmm. the other thing I did notice was that the only parents that were interacting with their kids, almost across the board, or that weren't gigantic fat people, because mm-hmm. that was a group of people there, were Mexicans. Like they were the ones that were actually interacting with their kids and doing stuff, and like the little white kids that were there you know, running around, but their parents are like coddling them and making, Oh, be careful, be careful past in and looking back at their phone. Yeah. So the, what I wrote in my note was thank God for Mexicans because they're probably the only thing that can save our country right now because white people have become just so vanilla and so afraid of everything and so bubble wrapped. Yep. I mean, no, that's probably, that's not true throughout the whole country. Scott, I know you're listening. Well, the but, pro- the but pro- my point, my point with that too, though, is that we, we've lost a sense of like, family and and adventure and interaction and doing stuff and we it's just i don't know it well the problem with that too though is going oh mexicans can fix it kind of but if you look at mexicans they have horrible home lives lots of them well no 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 no, i'm talking about overall like yeah because they play with their kids at the park for a little while that doesn't because as soon as uh, yeah, I live across the street from a park, park hey I live, park, no, I live across the street from a park when those kids get 13, 12, 13. Oh, yeah, they're guess what those parents don't do? They don't care anymore because yeah. they're not worried about their kids. They don't care yeah, because their priorities are so You can't generalize that across the but board. But you can't and generalize that Mexicans are going to fix anything either. Because no, actually, if you go by they, statistics, they're not helping anything. Go to LA. No, that, well, see no, if they fixed LA's kind, community. That's, all, that's, all, that's only kind of true because culturally, they do have the strongest family right. culture. That's true. Look at Mexico. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
I mean, look, no, no look, at, they, no. If you look no, at the actually, no, in Mexico, the high Mexican Mexico, densities, Mexico actually does have a better, no, a, a no. better family culture, even in Mexico. Believe it or not, they, they do. Just, Ask the cartels. Their government, nobody culture, snitches on nobody. Their government culture is much worse, and their crime problems are much worse. Yes, you can only no, but, no, no. What I'm saying though is the importance of uh, of family and kids. One of the other things with with the white people. <laughs> White people. I'm gonna hate no, all white no, no. people. White people tend to not because they have more money. So family and kids is easier to get away from and go towards a different light in life, like having fun, having motorcycles, yeah. going to on vacations every month. No, but that's no, 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 no. Mexicans they don't. So one of the things that you do when you don't have the money is family becomes more important because family who's who you spend all your time with. Yeah, but it's not just about that because they're extent. What part of what I'm talking about is like the extended family, like. There's more involvement along the extended family. Yeah, but it, stuff. I'm saying it there's comes more, from the culture of more, not having the there, same kind of money. There's more. There's more life to it. Not really. Go to Ireland. There's like a million people. <laughs> no, but go to Ireland and everybody's close. People are close. People are a community the same way. My, you, you you want to use Ireland as a contrast to Mexico? <laughs> No, I'm saying like it's it, even white cultures can have it. Oh no, but I it's I when the, I'm saying in America though we've gotten to this very stare. I guess only well, like kind okay, of because you know, if you go to the Midwest and stuff. No, that's true. That's I true. mean, look at where Scotty's from. Fucking everybody's family, friends, everybody's around. Yeah, yeah. People know everybody. I guess it's more of a West it's, Coast. It's thing. West Coast, yeah, California, it's a West and Coast New York sterilization. Yeah. Well, it's a big city thing yeah. too because we live near, we're in the Bay yeah. Area, so I don't know. That's. It's still, it's just kind of the, the sterility of it all. No, the, no the, what would help things in America and help fix things is for people to care more about themselves and their kids than everything else. Yeah, that's true. Stop prioritizing Katie having fun, Katy Perry, just everything. Yeah. Worry more about you and your kids and your wife and your friend and your friends. Yeah. Be more communal and not so distant with everybody how many people in this neighborhood do you know no not many but you have i don't know how many oh uh, yeah at 200 the, people park, within almost half a mile talks to each other it's but in weird. within in in your neighborhood you have 200 people within like a rock's throw oh yeah and you barely so that's part of the problem because that's what makes the midwest and places nice you go there and you're like oh shit these people actually talk to each other yeah they see each other at every grocery store they all know each other yeah. it's not perfect of course and it's not but it's it, there's something about that that's missing where people people worry about the wrong things yeah well and i guess one of the things i was going to say too about um with the mexicans to the mexican culture versus the white culture was the masculinity of the men that was one of the big takeaways i was because there's still more machismo and uh, dude based i'm just basing this off the tiny sample size of the yeah but think of all the mexican guys we know think about it are they really more manly or are they really more douchebaggy well there's a there's a decent mix but i mean obviously but we also have our friend, but we also have friends that are tend to be like but us that's on not, every but, side of the aisle. But that's but, not that has nothing to do with the race. That has to do with the type of person they are. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that's it's right. racially based. I'm saying in the, within the cult- that's why I'm getting at the culture, we need right, a though. white Aryan culture. We need a white country. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, what? Oh, Mike's on. <laughs> oh, fuck. Stupid fucker! No, no. What I I guess what I'm saying is that they, they still have. I like how we haven't mentioned blacks in this community. <laughs> there were no black people at the park. Uh, 
<laughs> you know what well, actually no, would no, fix our no, culture? No, 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 no what, honestly. What, what I was more saying, Indians. You, more well, no, more yeah, Punjabis. Sure. Yeah. Not American Indians. They're just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this is going down a this is going No, down no, I'm just saying, like it. statistically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, if we look at a culture that actually could help fix this country, oh, it no. really is it's the Indian, Indian Punjabi type culture yeah. where it's all about family, the, the but it's also culture. about hard work and respect. Yeah. Because that's where the Mexicans lose it, is they don't, the hard work they've got, but the respect for property yeah, and depend, the, well, the behavior on, of the it, kids. Yeah, it depends. Because uh, I'm so, talking about So, okay, like, look, if you look at Asians, you can't say they would, they help the same because they don't have the same communal. Each, with each other, yes. Yeah. But with but the they, overall they don't, picture, they don't with integrate other, other people. Yeah, though. exactly. They're very, they're we're very, Indians, surprisingly, tend to integrate with people, especially as soon as you get to know them. Oh, no, they're the friendliest people. Yeah. Well, my best friend that I've met since I lived here is Sikh. I, I know, Punjabi. Sikh. So, yeah. you know, like... But that's what I'm saying. Like, And it's a very so outgoing, a, warm, welcoming go, Oh, what about culture. Asians? They, they miss the outgoing... Yeah. The, the, the bringing communities together, whereas the Sikhs and Indians, they're I, very big I guess on that. I you kind of hit on the nail on the head, too, because that's kind of what I'm getting at, is like the closeness of our West, and I should say West Coast culture, because it's not fair to lump the Midwest into this. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, but it is losing, they, they, you are it losing is, it in like it is Texas the, and stuff, it's yeah, not the same as You get that sterility of these people that are career-based, they worry about their stuff, and, and what I guess what I was trying to highlight in the Mexican culture and obviously, it doesn't go across the board because in America we have a very weird mix of first, second, third generation. You get a, but in the tradition, the more traditional Mexican culture, yeah. right? Like the good, hardworking Mexicans yeah. that we grew oh, up yeah, with. Oh yeah, no. They have a very open, like they're open to other people. They they're very inviting. Like, yeah. they, hey, come have a, to come an extent. Come I would have to say that the the Indians embody that tenfold in a lot of ways. Depending on which ones you know, though, because some of the I. It, I'm it, saying, it, what, but, but yeah, their cult, no, for the most part, be, yes, I would agree. And because they well, do in have that, in particular, Sikhs, and because they have the intelligence factor where they want to be respected and to be intelligent and have high-ranking yes. jobs, which makes a better culture. Well, honestly, that goes to the immigration debate because they are demanded because they live across the pond. They ha- they have demands on them to come into the country, to be successful, to integrate, to contribute. Whereas because with Mexico, people are just coming in and we're abusing them to use them for cheap labor. They don't have the same expectations or the same push for assimilation, the same push for um, upward mobility, really. Because with Indians, they come here to get ahead. Yes, With Mexicans, they come here to get ahead of where they were at in Mexico, but there's no the our immigration system is designed and, to keep. And them at down. the end of the day, it's what's better than Mexico is just having a de- halfway decent house with six people living in it instead of thirty. Well, and, now and no the, rats and with the cartels. Yeah, I mean, if you look, yeah, at, but even some of the even some of the some of the Mexicans that come here have decent setups at home, but they come here for the additional opportunity because yeah. the economy is such shit there. So even if you have a nice ranch. Like our friends we grew up with, you have a nice ranch, you have good jobs over there. You still come here because you your kids can do better here because yes. Mexico's he, has been heading well, in the wrong 10, direction. That was twenty years ago, almost. That's and that's my. But that's and what now I, it's ten times worse. And that's why. But they knew that they saw that coming. So there, there's a combination of yeah. factors. But what I'm saying with that is, with both the Mexican culture, the Indian culture, I guess kind of what you could. The only people that are like I even looked at me or said hi or kind of ch- were the Mexican people. 
and, yeah. And the Indian guy that was there. He was super friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, somebody, they will walk up and just start talking. Oh, no, you like, oh, hi. Yeah. Indians are the coolest people. And but, actually Nigerian type or South African yeah. type people, African well, type yeah, people. People that have come across that. the pond that immigrated. But they're had very that, friendly, actually, because there's some at our park once in a while. And well, they're super fucking chatty. Well, what I was going to say is with that, you can kind of you can kind of go to immigration again. And I just throw my hood on and they walk. But. <laughs> you fucking racist. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, though, is with the immigration system, you can see the difference. You see coming from India, you have to – there's a certain level of expectation. There's a certain level of um, – Well, there's also the expectation that their necessary. family holds for them, too. Their family goes, well, and the culture, oh, you're going to go to America? You better succeed. Because that cold, they, they, well, America script. will let you succeed. So yeah. do you? If you fuck up, you're out of the house. Well, you watch Mexicans come fairness, over here. They go, oh, you got a decent job. Okay, okay, whatever. Yeah, we don't care. You do you speak English? No. Okay, that's fine. No, and we don't care. Yeah. They're going to give us welfare. And well, then and let's be honest. And, and honestly, one of the, the big the, differences is America wants the Indian immigration for tech jobs, for engineering jobs, for medical jobs. Yeah. where you kind of have to learn English. You kind of have to learn how the system works. You have to learn how to pay taxes. You have to learn how to do all of this stuff. Whereas with the Mexicans, America's looking to import them, and this is on a political spectrum. This is on a on a corporate level. They're looking for them to immigrate to provide cheap labor and to not get in the way and to be politically useful. And that's about it. They don't care. They don't want upward mobility for Mexicans. Whereas with the Nigerian immigrant, with a Indian immigrant... They're really well, you they're not looking that, to bring them in to you can tell work that in the just fields. with the way the liberals talk about Mexicans oh, yeah. too. Literally, what's oh, her name? Yeah, they're, Sharon they're, Osborne, well, not Sharon Osborne. What's the daughter's name? Well, I can't remember. Osborne, Osborne she was on The View, and she's like, you know, if Donald Trump kicks out all the Mexicans in this country like he wants, who's going to clean our toilets? She said, oh. and the girl, the other women on The View were like, no, well, well, don't say it like that. And she's like, well, it's true, but she looks at them as. Peons. Yeah, they look at them as servants. Yeah, they're servants. They're not here to do anything better than pick our yards and clean our asses. Think about how they always talk about them. They always talk about them like these helpless. They need our help. They can't do it. They they're just trying to do better. We have to help them. And when they talk about an immigrant in in, or an Asian immigrant that are contributing and are are forwarding themselves and their position, making more money. They don't treat them the same way. They don't look at them. As, they look at them more as like, oh yeah, that guy's smarter than me. Well, because and with because, the Mexicans, they go because oh, liberal stereotypes so they, heavily. They look yeah. at Asians and go, oh, Asians are smart. Yeah, that guy. That knows, guy knows. That guy's no math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that guy, guy knows, knows way more than me. Yeah, that's why he's a doctor, and he's like, I own a fucking donut shop. He's like, he's like, I know, but you also are a doctor. No, I own a donut shop. <laughs> But you're a doctor because you're Asian. Oh, so you're saying you're an engineer? No, I don't done a shop. You want done a hole? You want a licorice? <laughs> Red Bull? I make you tuna fish sandwich only for four dollar. Yeah, but that's the no, how they. It, it is true. Yeah. No, it, because that's the stereotype. Instead of judging people on the content of their character, yep, and letting them their character take them in a certain direction. So if if you're Asian and you're a shit bag. It takes you down the shitty road. Yeah. If you're Mexican and you're a fucking great guy, you go trying hard in school. They but send you down a shitty road. <laughs> well, they like no, no, no. Like, that's not your work role. Work in the field, buddy. <laughs> that's your. That's not yeah. your role because we're going to make sure your mom keeps getting welfare checks. They keep you in a fucking projects because yeah. we can't let you get ahead because that's not your role. But well, if, and but, but if, and if, by if the way, go, and by the way, have you ever tried crack? <laughs> and if, but if you let it go the way 
conservatives tend to want to let things go. Yeah. Hey, I'll hire you no matter what. I don't care what skin color you are, yeah. but as long as you're respectable, do can do the job yeah. and be honest. But that's right. I don't give a shit if to you're Mexican, black, to have Mexican, have, black. To have standards and expectations is just racist because that's not part of the culture. Actually, it is. No, yeah. no, not in America because we want to mollycoddle yeah. them yep. and we want them to not be able to amount to anything because if they don't, they might learn math and they might learn not to vote for us. <laughs> well, just like you look, look at every fucking activist that sees a black guy and as goes a cop. For Republicans too. Not yeah. just Democrats. Oh, yeah, of course. Because the Republicans are just as bad. Yeah, they I just mean, pretend they don't. But yeah, they, they, No, no, no. I'm talking about conservatives and s- libertarians. People that yeah, literally want to just judge you off what you do. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you do, man. As long as you're not Muslim, you're good. <laughs> I mean, you just can't trust them. That's all. <laughs> Actually, we have a story about that in a minute. That's pretty good. Um, uh, but, yeah, so well, anyways. I, oh, Colin that, Kaepernick's supposedly a Muslim. I didn't know that. Well, his girlfriend is, so who knows? I don't. No, I don't supposedly know. Yeah. he's converted. I've heard. I've AKA heard that. The beard I, and the hair. That's and he's oh, been he's been that. spotted in like the yeah. garb, like the dress things as motherfuckers wear. But that would make sense to why to why he became such a social justice warrior overnight. Well, not just that; it's part of their culture to deceive and to destroy. Yeah. And what's he doing? He's destroying part, things. Part of their religion. But yeah. anyways, back to the other thing. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't worry. Really you're gonna have <laughs> like when we when we were younger, our dad employed whoever was worth employing. Oh yeah, we you know yeah, it, it was matter. the white guy, the Mexican guy, the younger white guy, the older Mexican guy. It didn't matter if they were working; they were respectable, and they fucking worked. He they got paid well. Yeah, and they did the job. But he didn't. He didn't look at him and go, ooh. I need to hire you because you're, uh, you fit my mold. No, he just hired yeah. them because that's who was worth hiring. Well, that's one of the problems. And with- he didn't hire white people because they weren't. Literally, there's white guys that wanted that same job, and he's like, "I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You don't get to work this week because you're lazy. This guy will do the job better." But it wasn't because he was Mexican. It was because of the way he worked. Yeah, the way he produced and the way he was managed himself he was more respectable oh yeah he was no, yeah he, it's, he was more tra- honorable with the way he worked he yeah. worked on his hours work done faster yep. better harder all that stuff yeah i well it's you know at the end of the day you know and this is the problem with like affirmative action is you create a system that rewards people by using identity politics mm-hmm. using identity identitarianism and saying oh because you are x y x or y or z um you're inherently more valuable to us, regardless of the content of your abilities, regardless of your skill set or any of those things. So I think that one of the things that we have to, the, the, one of the things that needs to be, um, one of the things that actually is more advantageous to everybody is to have standards and expectations. And as long as the person meets them, it doesn't matter. Affirmative action is kind of is counterproductive because now you're now you're greasing the skids for somebody who's less qualified to come into a place just because of their identity, yeah. just because of a skin color or a sexual orientation well, or be, whatever it is. Well, right? let's gender. Be, let's be real. Affirmative action is nothing more than just what whites had in the fifties. It's, well, it's whites cool, only. Yeah, yeah, because they looked at it by the color of your skin. Oh, you're white. You can come in here. You can sit in the front of the bus. Yeah, it's identi- you can do it's these things because of yeah. the color of your skin. Yeah, that's why you get well, this ab- and, ability. And it becomes about quotas too, because you're going. Oh well, we have to have this many people of the. 
No, you need the people that are the best fit suited yeah. for the job. And the other thing that happens is that the competent, the competent people get screwed. Yep. So you take away incentive for a lot of people, but you also do a secondary thing is you decentivize. This is the word. I don't know. Disincentivize. You disincentivize the, uh, pushing yourself. You disin you, you take away the incentive to better yourself and to be the best at something. Because mm -hmm. if you're a black guy or a Mexican and you meet the, or a woman and you meet the diversity quota, but you're not as skilled as the other three applicants ahead of you, you know, then who, who, how is that fair? And how is it fair to the person that gets passed over because you met the gender, the, the, the affirmative action quota, the, the, the identitarian quota? How is it fair to that person that gets passed over by you when, and it's also unfair to you because you're being allowed to perform at a lower level and not rise up to the highest uh, capacity. Mm -hmm. And you, you're allowed to kind of to cheat a little bit, honestly. And that doesn't, that doesn't actually better anybody. If you're going through based on some identitarian thing, just like you said with white people in the fifties, when you had segregation, it was bullshit because there's, if there's a black guy who's better suited, he should get the job. It shouldn't be about the color of your skin. It shouldn't be about what color your hair is, whatever. Mm -hmm. If you have stripes, if you're a donkey, if you have a fucking tail, it shouldn't fucking matter. What should matter is, are you the best person to do this specific task? Are you the most competent? Are you the most talented? Are you the most capable? Do you have the most qualifications? Do you have the most experience? Then you're good. And that creates a positive incentive for anybody. Now, anybody that's hiring people because they're white males and passing over the more qualified woman or the more qualified black guy, well, then fuck those people because that's wrong. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. And, but it's the same exact, it's the same exact standard as, a, say, an affirmative action program. It's the same exact standard. Yes, historically, are people of color more disadvantaged? Yes. But at this point, that's really not the case, unless you're coming from a place like Baltimore with systemic racism and all that stuff. Yeah, okay, in those areas. But the hey, problem, but once again, but even, but hey, even, but the even those that, places like Baltimore? But even that, well, what I was about to say, even in a place like that, though, affirmative action is not the cure because you're not asking the, per, the, the, the minority, the, per, the, uh, the oppressed person to up their game. You're not asking them to improve their abilities, to increase their talent level, to maximize their efforts. You're just saying, oh, well, because we look at you as a victim, you're going to get special treatment. And that's not going to help anybody. How, how, ben Carson isn't the greatest neurosurgeon in world history because he's black. He's the greatest neurosurgeon in world history because he was the best at it. He was the first one to separate... Siamese twins, conjoined twins. Mm -hmm. He didn't do that because he was black. He did that because he was a fucking fantastic doctor and he was the best at it. He was the smartest. He was the brightest. He was the hardest working. That's why he did that. And he's a genius. But he didn't do that. because there, No identitarian stuff. If you don't like him because you're black, fuck you. Because that has nothing to do with who a person is. It's what they do. Yeah, how, exactly. they how they comport themselves. How they behave. That's how you judge a person that's how you evaluate their value you don't base it on the color of their hair mm -hmm. their donkey tail like i said earlier 
It's about what they can do and in jobs and in anything, in politics, in art, anything, in life, in friendship. It's not about who they are, what they look like, how they smell. It's about what they do. Yep. And what oh, they're yeah. capable of. But by creating these backward these these unfair conditions, you're disadvantaged. I was gonna say about Chicago or Baltimore, like you said, the, these places that have systemic racism. Except for one thing. Who's been running these places for the last thirty years? Oh yeah. Democrats and a lot of black people. So no. if you ask me, why haven't these people that actually could change the laws in these cities because they are in charge? Yeah. Change them. Because they don't care. Because too many well, people No, to, no, because too many people job. just because the black kid um, these black laws that have been in place are still there, they go, I don't really care actually. Because well, yeah. I made it to the top. I don't care about them anymore. I have the house in the nice area, and I'm not going to ruin that because I go give, go change some of these laws and maybe piss off the wrong person or or piss off Betty because that's going to make her mad. And Betty's black too, but yeah. Betty's higher up, and she's like, no, I don't want to change that. So everybody just sits back and goes, all right, I guess we're not changing it. Even though I'm black and it's holding down all my black friends and family and everybody else that lives in the ghetto, I'm not going to change it. I'm going to pretend like it's the conservatives' fault. Yeah. Yet, you could have changed it. There's plenty of people in there in the last 30 years yeah, you could that could have, have said, something. we're changing this law. Whether they're black, brown, Mexican, it doesn't matter, white. There's been plenty of people in there, but because of their politics, they don't want to change it. Well, at the end of the day, it's because all, all the people who get into power in our system work together in unison, and they just create the facade of a dispute. Because what changes? Not much. They all do the same thing. They all go for, the, they all end up, they just, they put on a good show. Then they go out together. They get drinks. Mm-hmm. They're friends. And they don't really mean any of it. They just keep the country divided. And they, they keep pushing the division more and more and more because it's much easier just to keep the status quo as long as you keep the people in their little pockets, exactly. their little tribes. Exactly. It's really hard to beat a unified army of 300 million people. But if you can break them up into little pockets of identity, identity politics and, you know, us versus them, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to contain the groundswell of dissatisfaction that we all have towards our lovely politicians and our lovely government. Yeah. But, man, that... So we were talking about the park. <laughs> that, that was like a strange... That, that went all over the place. See, the park was a... Uh, microcosm of the world at large. <laughs> Should right. we extrapolate this to global politics right now? <laughs> God. Oh, so um, I was saying, I remembered something that we did a while back when we uh, prank called Plant Parenthood. And because we can't actually do prank calls, because in California, you can't record people on the other line without telling them first, which would kind of kill the prank call. It's like, hi, real quick, just want to let you know I'm recording you. <laughs> so don't react to anything I say because obviously I'm trying to prank you. Technically, you could put them on mute 
and say it so the recording would pick it up, but they don't necessarily hear it. Hey, don't give away the ideas of genius. That's brilliant. We should use that. <laughs> right? Yeah, but they, I think they have to acknowledge it or it's legally not uh, acceptable. Um, and plus, I think you have to get a release to actually to use it as yeah. media later on. But just California's got a lot. Did you see that crazy bitch that took the guy's hat? What? Oh, the guy that had the Make America Great Again hat, and the girl on campus took the hat, walked into the administrator, said that his hat represented genocide and all kinds of horrible things, and said she wishes she could she could burn the hat. Yeah, and I just think. yeah, she, just losing her shit. Yeah. And the guy's like, can I just have my hat back? I would like my hat back. It's my property. I want my hat back. I'm not trying to do anything. It's just my hat. Yeah, that was that was interesting. You yeah. want you want to play it for the No, I just um, thought it was very interesting. Are you trying to divert from the prank 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 call? Oh yeah, I don't want to do prank calling if that's what you're asking. No, no. I'm good. I was gonna relate that story because it was a good prank call. Hello? Are you there? Oh no, I wasn't listening to you anymore. <laughs> no, so we prank called Planned Parenthood one time. Yeah. And um I pretended to be a young gay man. Oh yeah, that was funny. You don't want to do this to you. I just I just thought it was fun. I just don't really remember that well, so it's kinda of like Okay, eh. I'll I'll remind you of it then. Oh wait, yeah, that's Kind of wasn't the point I was getting at, but that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm getting. I'm in too deep now because people are gonna be like, "What were you gonna say?" You know, six of them. Maybe there's gonna be six angry people in America. Maybe that's exactly like, what we want to leave them hanging. Well, hanging by so America. Well, so the prank call. I pretend to be a young gay man. I was like, "Hi, um." Uh, I'm really, uh, um, I had sex for the first time and I'm, uh, I'm really afraid that my, uh, my boyfriend might've got me pregnant. And the lady was like, well, did you guys use a condom? I don't know. I'm giving her a southern accent. I was like, well, no, I, it was the first time and we never tried it before, but I just, uh, we really love each other and it, I wanted to be special well, honey, you, you should use a condom, but have you taken a pregnancy test? I'm like, well, you know, me and my boyfriend, we're... And I was doing the voice manly enough so that it would be apparent. I'm like, well, me and my boyfriend, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just really worried that I might be pregnant. And she's like, wait a minute, sweetheart. Are you... You're, you're a young man. I was like, yeah, How dare you assume my gender. I was like, yeah, and she's like, and she just started laughing. She's like, sweetheart, you can't get pregnant. <laughs> You're gonna be just fine. Although I am a little worried now that I think back on it. That was anticlimactic because Joe didn't interact. At all. What? Uh, what? Maybe I should have left that one off the table. Probably because that's not how I remember uh, it at all. What did? How? What do you remember? I just don't really remember it. Such an so technically, that's just not how I remember it at all. Uh, no, uh, it was very funny. They say, "Oh, sweetheart. it was funny, you're guys. Gonna, it really was." You're going to you honestly. You had honest, to be there. Yeah, you, had you had to be, to be there. there for it to be actually funny. Uh, Otherwise, it wasn't that. I'm going to get. I'm going to give up my career in stand-up comedy as of right now. You should, technically. Oh man, but yeah. So what else? Oh, what else did I see today that was interesting? 
Besides, uh, hold on. There was something else. I don't remember. Oh, think about it. No, no. Come on. You can contribute. I can't remember. You can't remember. I really can't remember what I was going to (sighs) say. Why can't you remember? Because sometimes I put on my makeup, say a little prayer for you. Forever and ever. I'm super entertained right now. Oh, I'm so entertained by you. Oh, did you hear about the school shooter in Spokane, Washington? Um, honestly, no. When today? No. What? We t- we talked about this the other day. I forget it. So. Correct me. All right. Tell me. (laughs) Correct me. So this young man named Caleb Sharp, he was 15 years old, walked into uh, his school, and he had brought a semi-automatic rifle and a handgun, and he went up to one of his friends, shot him in the stomach and in the face. This was recently? Yeah. This was... Why do I not remember this story at all? Oh, because the media didn't cover it for shit. September 27th. Yeah. It was very recent. <laughs> they didn't cover it at all. Uh, he shot three other girls, but they were fine. The one kid... His friend died, or his... It had been his friend. He died. Um, but the janitor that was on duty uh, yelled at him, told him to stop, and then corralled him somehow. Um, and Did he corral him with his big dick? <laughs> Come over here. No. Um, so it didn't really, he didn't kill a lot of people, which is why I'm guessing the media didn't like it. They're like, uh, school shooting. Really? How many? One person died? Really? That's it? Eh, eh. Not is a big it deal. really a school shooting if only one nah, person dies? Not a big deal. <laughs> um, he did use a gun, though. I can't believe there weren't more calls for gun control, but you know, whatever. Nancy Pelosi was busy. Trying to remember how to talk. <laughs> no, but so um, the, the his friend that he shot um, was weird. But so the, some of the weird details about it are they're trying to blame it kind of on Breaking Bad because he was obsessed with the show Breaking Bad, uh-huh. which I'm not sure how you correlate that to a school shooting because that's about a scientist making meth in an RV. And well, when you think about it, it's basically the same thing. Well, I mean, there are shootings, but it's mostly Mexican mafia <laughs> shooting people. But it's all the same. Well, I guess there's a couple of times when like other characters shot people, but not me- like there wasn't a lot of killing on that show. Hardly at all. Really? The most epic was a bombing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stupid. Uh, but so then, but so in the morning before he went to do it, apparently, this is how he decided whether he was going to go shoot up his school or not do it and never think about it again. <laughs> Those were his two options. He took a coin and he flipped it. God, that's a good way to do it. Tails. I'm never going to think about this again. It's a terrible idea. Are which you is serious? what which is what he said. Yes, it was like I will never think about it again. This is an awful idea. Heads, I go kill people. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> I Every time I do stuff, that's what I do. They found the coin in his room and it was on heads. <laughs> like No shit. So, now chances are that he probably just set the coin on heads and uh, who knows. 
Uh, maybe this was some way he flips it like 35 times yeah he's sitting there like fucking tails again damn it god had it never be cool god had it and then he had to go do something really quick and when he got back he's like oh man apparently there were rumors that he was abused or something or bullied at school or abused at home apparently he wasn't abused at home according to the other school kids they're like nah he was pretty cool like a little weird but he was funny like, nobody picked on him. He, everybody got along with him for the most part. He seemed pretty normal. <laughs> so, anyways, just a story that the media didn't really care about. I mean, if you look it up, you're going to find the, it's on uh, the Spokesman Review and some other Washington. But it is stuff. real, right? No, it's real. Oh, yeah. Fox News has an article up about it. I mean, there's different articles up about it. And I remember when it first came out, I had seen something about how one of the students stopped him and the kid that died. Yeah. But apparently from the details that I read today, it doesn't sound like, it sounds like it was a janitor. Yeah. Yeah. He walked up to that other kid. That was the first kid he killed, apparently, and boom, boom. So who knows? Maybe that story's wrong in the original, but I'm pretty sure that I read a few articles on it. So I'm pretty sure I got the right story. Although with news today, you never fucking know. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah anyways next time you go to flip a coin though think about how serious a decision that could be because gosh damn it heads or tails but i mean the the worst part was like i don't do it today and i never think about it again <laughs> like you really gonna like you need to watch less dark night bro <laughs> you need to, to stop idolizing the Two-Face. Or Two-Face. The Two-Face. Oh, man. I just love when a plan comes together. Me too. You know what I love? You know what I love? Cocoa Puffs. They're delicious. Alfred makes them for me every morning. Alfred, and then I see the bad why signal. are you doing this? Why are you singing? Me? This is a bad man. I don't make any uh, appearances. I don't care. What are you? How many are underwear you? you wear? What are you talking? I don't wear underwear. I go commando. Well, I don't wear underwear either. Can you believe it? Maybe we should touch butts later. Ooh, let's touch butts. Why would we touch butts, though? Because we're dick butts. What? The dog dick butt. Who? It's like half a dick, half a dog, half a butt. Dick butt. Oh my goodness! You don't remember who dick butt is? Why would I remember? It's that who time dick butt is? of year to have a beer and take it slow and merry. Um, let's be friends. Let's be all we can be, but let's be together again. Let's be together again. But let's be friends with friends and friends who have friends. Well, here, here, here's something we do rarely. Let's give a shout out. Maybe I should just stay in Batman the rest of the episode. What do you think? What do you... No, stop. Don't... Why are you looking at your phone so much? I'm just looking. I'm listening. Don't worry. No, you're not... You're not interacting. I'm not interacting because you're being a fucking retard. I'm not retarded. 
That's a hurtful word. It's been stricken from oh, the everyday vernacular. Really? You know, if I played Batman, that's how I would do it. I'd be very deliberate with each word and just say things. I would be like, Joker, what are you doing here? I don't want anybody to be confused with my addiction. Your addiction is my (laughs) connection. What? I'm just another boy swinging. Wait, is there any chance that your name is Robin? No. I've got a cute set of tidies that you can wear and you can run around and I can save you and you can thank me. What? <laughs> What are you saying? I don't, I don't either. All right, but All right. now, um, now here's something. I was just honestly, I was seeing if there was anything I could find on here that I, I was. Could, oh yeah, you know, thinking about. You know, you have all week, and then you're like, during no, the no, podcast, like stuff, I'm going to no, sit there. No stuff from today. Stuff from today. During the podcast, I'm going to sit there in silence, and I'm going to look up topics that I should have, like you know, taken note of during the week. We have those notes things that we share that you can, like, if you see something cool, you can put it in there. And we can talk about it. I have so much shit, though, I could clean up the note because it is, it's too full of stuff and half the stuff I don't want to talk about anymore. I know, it's because it's boring and it's like, oh my God. Well, here's something we don't do often, but I think. I thought you just said that a second ago. Oh, Ben looks, Ben made some good looking dinner tonight. Oh. Good job, Ben. Good job. No, what I was going to say is, no, that talking like Batman is something I do on a regular basis. Yeah, during sex with yourself. All the time. Come here, little fella. Get in demand. I'm losing it now. I'm, I'm going to stop. Um, we're we're going to give CNN credit for a story because they actually did some good reporting on a story that they reported upon at a time in the recent past. September 29th, to be exactly. A day that should be marked in history. So the headline of the story is Hate Crime, Who Done It? He posted hateful words, but he did he threaten a mosque? And this story is about a gentleman in Southern California. He's a real estate agent and Uber driver. So obviously super successful with real estate. And had lots of guns, thousands of rounds of ammo, and a dim view of Muslims. And this gentleman posted all the time um, about... Uh, Muslims, you know, we have to be careful of them, we have to be wary of them, blah, 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 blah. Um, here's some of his quotes. He said he called them filthy in a Facebook post and said they have no place in Western civilization. I agree. The more Muslim savages we allow into America, the more terror we will see, another post he stated. Um, although that post is statistically somewhat true, uh, depending on the vetting system, which is, if it works, then no. If it doesn't, oh, you know, Sam, get to the Sam point, McScotty. Um, uh, he freely admitted that he was a big mouth and also sometimes a disaster on social media. He doesn't sound like the biggest win- winner, but he has been persistent in claiming that he knows the difference between a threat and a constitutionally protected opinion and is careful never to cross that line. However, the police in the Los Angeles area 
received a call from a mosque saying that they had received threatening voicemails and a phone call in which the caller threatened to kill yeah. him. Okay. Um, I'll get it. Kamala Harris, lovely attorney, California attorney general, um, it decided to charge Mr. Fine with a felony hate crime for this incident, of which they have no recording, they have no proof, other than a recording on the voicemail, in which he didn't really threaten them. And I'm, I got this article is really long, so I have to scroll through it to get to the quotes. Um, to, uh, and now I, we, I do have to point out this, this CNN article does credit the rebel media, the Canadian conservative yeah. media, with running a story on this, which sounds like is how they found out about it. So only so much credit is due to CNN in this case. Um, but they went through all of the uh, case files, hundreds of pages of case files, CNN did, to figure out what was going on. And they found that maybe this guy's charge with a felony may not be totally fair. Mohammed Papote um, worked at the Islamic Center of Southern California, and he got a voicemail that said, I hope you fucking Muslim rats either leave the U.S. or dump your stupid fucking religion. The following day, he received a phone call, and he the same male voice was on the other end, and he said that the uh, caller threatened him, said he was going to annihilate Muslim rats like us. Um, he believed that the caller was Mark Fine based on the fact that Mark Fine had posted on their uh, the Muslim Center's Facebook page. So he kind of extrapolated, oh, this must be the guy that left me the message. It's the same guy that's written some nasty stuff about filthy Muslims, etc. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they, they charge the guy. They go to his house. He's got a shitload of guns and stuff. The <clears> cops <throat> pick him up. He, the cops like, Hey dude, did you say this? He's like, look, man, I, I say a lot of shit, but I don't cross the line. I don't say, I don't make threats. I just voice my opinion. I don't like Muslims. I don't like their religion. I'm not a fan of Islam. Um, somebody has to say something about these people because they're fucking dangerous. That was a quote. Um, the cop officer, Bryant, detective Bryant, um, interviewed him and got said, look, man, you're the one who called him. You left him this voicemail. Yeah. You made a threat. And he's like, look, dude, I got really wasted the other day. Maybe I made a call, but I, I wouldn't have made a threat. And he's like, well, the call was made during the day. It didn't line up with the timelines that the Mr. Fine said, but Fine said, well, maybe I did. I don't know. I'm Polish. <laughs> and us Eastern Europeans can get really heated sometime and say stupid shit, but I didn't, even if I did say it, I didn't mean it. I wasn't really threatening them. Yeah. Well, it turns out, and I've got to scroll through this. Um, and the quote he said was, what the fuck was I thinking? He said, asked aloud, maybe I was drunk. One night I got fucking wasted. I, by the way, it's unlike me to do that. He also had taken a sleeping pill because he had just got back from some travel maybe. And so whatever. The cop yeah. essentially gets him to say, yeah, maybe I did do it. I don't know. I, I, I Polish. <laughs> I don't know why he blames it on his Polishness. Um, so then... Okay, hold on. Uh, but, 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 he has not been... 
He hasn't been charged with any crimes for his weapons, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, but, but hold on. This article is super long. It's really good. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, but Detective Bryant and his friends, they finally they figured out, because they went after Mr. Fine, based uh-huh. off of the testimony from the gentleman at the Islamic Center. Well, after they did their work <laughs> and traced the call, they found out it actually went back to a Mr. Slauson's phone. Okay. A soft-spoken young man whose father happens to be a judge. <laughs> so they went and interviewed him. Okay. They didn't mention a lot of the stuff. They didn't charge him with anything. They didn't do anything to him. Okay. And pretty much they washed it under. However, he was the one that made the phone calls to the Islamic Center, which is proven by the phone records. Yeah. But, you know, they're like, well, well maybe not. I, you know, we'll leave it alone. And they are continuing to prosecute Mr. Fine. Even though Mr. Slauson is, uh, does hate, does not like Islam. He's a big fan of this Baptist church in Arizona that he watches online. Uh-huh. And he's all into it. But his dad is a judge. His brother is an attorney who represented him when he was interviewed. Wait, so how are they getting away with that then? So the, 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 the California state attorney is continuing with the charges, even though it's pretty much obviously this other guy, Slauson. Fine is still being charged. And it's going to the state of California with a federal with a hate crime felony charge instead of through the lo- normal local channels. And when they're asked about it, they're like, oh, "That's just how we decided to do it." And then they're like, well, "What about this other guy?" And they're like, "Yeah, we don't know about that." It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. So, so they're going to get their, themselves sued, is what it sounds like. Well, so far they've been trying. The lawyer for Mister Fine has been trying to get is trying to expose this because he's like, this is insane. My guy is not the guy. Um, and then the, the CNN, they called up the, the guy at the Islamic Center, and he was like, well, no, they've never talked to me about this other guy, Sloss, and they only talked to me about, fine, the original guy that I thought that it was. And then when they asked him for further comment, he declined because he was instructed not to discuss the matter, and he would not disclose who had told him that. So they are essentially charging him with a hate crime. Slauson has not been charged with anything. He's clear. His daddy's a judge. Mm-hmm. Um, they're moving the hate crime now to another call that happened in 2015 oh from the original. God. So they're still going, they're going after this guy's balls to the wall. And he's like, dude, just because I admitted that maybe I made a call because I was drunk and I'm Polish and hot-headed. They're going to get in trouble. They're going to get their asses sued for this. Well, and so now... They're going, hey, you guys have to, uh, you guys have to tell, you know, like, what the fuck? Now, yeah. here's, here's one other. Typically, local prosecutions handled in the count are in the county district attorney general, uh, attorney is given jurisdiction, not the state attorney general. So, this is where it's in the state's hands right now because they're trying to make a political statement with mm-hmm. this, is what it's starting to look like. Um, they, they asked, <laughs> They asked in a plea deal they offered him, they asked him, they asked Mr. Fine to denounce, to renounce the KKK and the alt-right. His lawyer's like, this is just bizarre. He has no connection with the KKK. None was ever even alleged. 
So this fucker and, <laughs> and Mr. Fine happens to be Jewish on one side of his family and Catholic on the other side, both hated enemies of the KKK. So literally they're just it's it's some social justice warrior type of Well people. Kamala Harris is yeah. Are, is a yeah, she's a So it's literally like you have to say what I want or we're gonna fucking put you in jail. Yeah. So thought police. Yeah, and and he's like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna agree to these. I never was involved with them. I'm not gonna denounce them because I'm I'm not involved with them. And then on the alt right thing, the guy's like, one, he was never connected with the alt right, but even if he was, he has every right to have that opinion. You can't. Yeah, you can't. force him to denounce the alt right. Like, yeah, it has nothing yeah, to do with. It anything. may have odious opinions, but he, it's first First Amendment. You dumb fucks. Um. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Well, here, so when the, when the reporters asked, why are you guys trying this through the state instead of through the county? Their response was, I guess the seriousness of the crime. <laughs> that was their answer. The seriousness of the crime. The seriousness of the crime that a, didn't happen. A crime that he's obviously not guilty of. Wow. And like had nothing to do. Like, Fucking insane. Yeah. So this guy is just getting railroaded. But I got to give CNN props because they did, they, they, Wrote an in-depth, I mean, this article is long. Like I said, that's why it's taking me so long to kind of pick my parts out of it. Usually, it's not hard to go through a news article because it's mostly clickbait. But that was actually a, a well-done article with a lot of information That's in it. crazy. And I will link to it in the show notes so you can get everything because I didn't clarify beautifully what the 2015 charges were for another call that he supposedly possibly could have possibly made yeah. or something along those lines. But anyways, one, here's the other thing, though, is that the phone call in question is based off is purely here is purely purely hearsay. It's based off of Mr. Popote's account, which doesn't necessarily I mean, he has testimony. But oh, yeah. And the prior call, the one that they have a recording of does not actually have any threats. It's insulting. Yes, it's derogatory. Yes. But it is in no way threatening. It's in no way saying, oh, I'm going to kill you all or something along those lines. I mean, I just, it's just so insane where, where we're getting to. I, I don't, I, we're charging people with hate crimes for a phone call that may or may not have happened. Um, with false hate, let's well, just be real. It's and, just a, and, a, and a phone call that he definitely didn't make. So now they're trying to, now they're trying to say face though. They have to, they have to prosecute him now because they fucked the case up. Which so they badly, should all, they should and actually all lose their jobs over something like this. Not including still, the state attorney general. It, I mean, what? Yeah, the fuck exactly. Is that's wrong what I'm with saying. Harris? They should what get. They should lose this? their jobs. Instead, they get to just keep going. No, we got the power, so we're going to fuck you. Well, you know, if CNN goes through the case file and goes, uh, what the fuck are you guys doing to this white supremacist? <laughs> like, uh, he's obviously not what you guys right? think he is. If CNN is calling bullshit on that, um. You've got to imagine that. Oh, dude. It's, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's bullshit. But it's a great article. It'll be linked yeah. in the show notes. You can go check it out. But I think that about does it, man. This was a, uh, this was a tangential episode. We just kind of went all over the place. That's I'm, how we do things here at the Blue Eyed Mafia Podcast. Yes. And now for shout outs. Joe, would you like to give a shout out to our friends, our mentors, the mockers of our name? No. Okay, I'll do it. Check out the blue. Check out the. <laughs> check out the Blue Eye Mafia podcast. It's a wonderful little ditty. No, check out. Could you not do that? 
seriously. Uh, check out the... <laughs> check out the Sofa King podcast. <laughs> S-O-F-A-K-I-N-G. They are awesome. They do conspiracy theories, uh, serial killers, historical figures, and just a bunch of cool shit. Check them out. They're awesome. And they have helped us on our way to the podcast. However, they by in no means endorse our political views. They try to stay... They stay apolitical for the most part. Um, so I don't want to... Yeah, because they're all a bunch of racist Nazis. Well... They're from Bakersfield, guys. You got to understand. That's where meth and Nazis are born. <laughs> 100%. It's fact. Google it. It's Google Bakersfield Nazis. Well, actually, Dave is half black, half white. His white side, though, has a lineage that does trace back to the Nazis. So... Like I said... He is a conundrum. Don't let... The blackface fool you. He's a white Nazi. <laughs> With orange pubes. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then our what other shout outs do we do? Blue Eye Mafia Podcast. Check us out on the internet. www.blueeyemafiapodcast.com slash big fantasies. What? I don't know. I just said that. Jo- Joe's already fading. This guy, I'm not fading. You have to learn how to stay the fuck awake. For I'm not inter- fading. Oh, you're not? You were snoring around. a minute ago. Well, that's because you were born. Uh, anyways, um, I guess that's about it for tonight. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Tell your fr- oh oh, tell your friends, tell your family, get down to Big Bob's Auto Show and buy what? yourself what? a used what? Corvette. No! Oh wait, no. Oh. no. What I was gonna say is, go give us a review on iTunes. We still don't have do one of those. Not and I know we press have five stars. We have like if you do, hey motherfucker. Five star. If we get one star reviews. No, if you press one star and then four more on top of that, ooh, doggy. Baby. It's what, guaranteed you're racist. If all of our fans go out and do that, we will not make the trending list or the notable We'll list. make the trending. We'll make the trending most un- unpopular, worst rated <laughs> podcast ever. And that's what we're going for here, folks. We, we are- want to rule the world. Wow, or got loud. Yeah, that, that, that uh, clipped. Hardcore. <laughs> Damn, what is wrong with you? Um, anyways, that's it. Go give us a fucking review, please. And Joe, any final thoughts? Uh happy new year and have a great night, folks. Mike's off. Mike. My-